Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today is the 3rd of March and we are here with Inge Haydorn and Jenny Hardy for our weekly market roundup. Today, they will cover Workday, Salesforce results, AI commentary, Broadcom and Infineon. Over to them. Thank you very much, Maria. It's Inge Hiddenair, Fund Manager at GP Bullhound. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Hardy, Corporate Manager at GP Bullhound. Yes, let's start with some market comments. We have a more stable week behind us. Uh, we had bad inflation numbers, as you know, coming out last Friday from uh, from US, and we had some stronger numbers than expected from Germany and France this week. But the market has been more stable this week, uh, I would almost say, ahead of the next inflation number coming. And on the tech side, we have enjoyed quite decent reports. And with that stated, let's go into work in Salesforce directly. The software company is leading in their uh, niche and they're doing quite well. And the most important thing, I think, coming out from the conference calls are margin, uh, margins improving and the efficiencies improving. Yeah, exactly. So I think we've stated before that 2023 will be the year of efficiency in tech. Um, and I think, yeah, we're absolutely seeing that in both of these sets of reports. And obviously, Salesforce has been under um, quite a lot of scrutiny and, and had ha- has had quite a lot of uh, activist interest. And but I think uh, they're sort of um, acknowledging that actually they do need to start showing leverage. And, you know, I think it's very encouraging that they're able to still post you know, quite decent top-line growth at the same time as they are um, sort of looking to, to cut cost and, you know, really sort of drive efficiency in particular around that, sort of sales cost line. And yeah, we did some work last year looking at the sales efficiency across the whole software space. And I think it's fair to say that Salesforce stood out as having quite low levels of Salesforce productivity, particularly when you included those numbers, all of the sort of share-based con. Um, and yeah, and and that there was clearly a big opportunity around cost cutting and a big opportunity to drive margins higher. Um, so I think no real surprise they're able to do it. I think the magnitude um, and the speed at which they're doing it is pretty impressive, right? Yeah, and I think this is the new era we were really talking about. Is that it's not just a year of efficiency for the companies; it's also the year of so it's uh, looking at the efficiency from the shareholder perspective. So instead of like we have seen in 2020, 21 and 22, chasing the top line and getting that as the really the, the measuring uh, post for how your share price goes, we're now down to really looking at what are you really doing on your margin side? And it really doesn't matter if you grow one or two percent points less as long as you do the margin. So it's good news, we think, and uh, I think in the niche where Workday, Salesforce being big, very strong niche leaders, those are probably one of the few that can really work this way and, and really show the benefits. A lot of people will be struggling with it, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think this will absolutely sort of separate those 
kind of industry standard type software businesses, industry leaders, and those businesses that just are too reliant on um, driving the top line through very high sales costs, which is just not a sustainable way to run a business for the long term. And it's certainly not sustainable in a world where money's not free anymore. Um, so I think, you know, if we look at the sort of software companies that we own in the portfolio, we're absolutely looking to own those kind of industry leaders um, that, yeah, that that will absolutely be able to drive uh, drive margins um, and see the sort of promised leverage in the business. And and both of them are also talking about AI, which is the next topic, and, and how that can further improve the efficiency. And I, I think AI for us, we're talking a lot about, about the Google, Microsoft war for search engine, but the big thing, swing factor we think in AI is going to be really corporates adopting it, bringing efficiency into the companies, and even improving their sales efficiency on, on the back of AI. So in this week's letter, and please, if you, you're not getting our weekly letter, let us know, and we can put you on the list. You know, this week's weekly letter, we're writing about it and talking about Snap's new AI and Facebook's new AI, which we think can definitely help those two guys in, in this environment. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously all of the noise uh, or most of the noise this year has been around the sort of battle between Bing and Google search and whether, um, you know, Bing was going to be a, a sort of um, resurrected and, and, it, and it might be the sort of, uh, might need to market share loss for Google. I sort of think the reality as it's played out is that the sort of AI chatbot use case for search is possibly not as obvious. And actually, you know, if I think about myself, I've still continued to use Google search over the last four weeks. If I've wanted to go and research something on tech, I haven't gone to um, chat GPT. You know, I, I think... What Snap is doing in terms of integrating a chatbot into its sort of core messaging platform and utilizing it more as a sort of social and entertainment um, kind of mechanism, I think is probably much more natural. Um, and then I think for, um, for Meta, I think utilizing AI to try to mitigate some of the disadvantages um, that it's come across as a result of the ATT um, sort of tracking transparency issues, I think could enable it to, um, yeah, could, could enable it to sort of mitigate some of those um, some of those challenges it's seen. So I think you know there, there are sort of several use cases um, for AI. I think for us, search is probably maybe not not the kind of obvious uh, discussion point if we really think about it. Yeah, and if we spin further on that, we had Broadcom reporting last night, and it's quite interesting as Broadcom is number one in, in uh, on the ship side for switching. And they're really saying that the hyperscale is now stepping up their efforts to bring up AI speeds and to bring up AI into the network. So they're really highlighting that it's a, it's a paradigm shift happening in the last 60, 90 days. And 
they're guiding quite strongly in general for hyperscalers, but the AI part, I think, is going to grow very, very fast going forward. And um, oh, over Ethernet instead of InfiniBand, which NVIDIA has, but that's really what our broadcasting is coming across with, uh, like a very, very strong uptake. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I think, you know, it's something that we saw with Cisco and, and Arista Networks as well, the idea that um, the networks needed to support these sort of large language models, they need to be lossless, they need to be lower latency, um, they need to be much more performant. And I think that will very likely lead to um, sort of continued technology upgrades around the infrastructure. And I think that's clearly benefiting, uh, yeah, benefiting the, the likes of Broadcom. And also the fact that if you think about Tomahawk 4, which is the main product now, they're being pushed quite strongly to bring out Tomahawk 5, the new ships for even faster so say, speed switching and the initial efficiency. And that's coming by the end of this year, beginning of next year. So the demand is still, is definitely there. So moving over to our last topic of the day, Infineon. Infineon really continuing to build on their market leading position in power system by uh, buying a gallery of natural nitride uh, company in Canada with oh, 820 million cash and uh, really adding value to the company, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think, you know, we're still getting our heads around which applications will ultimately use gallium nitride, which will switch straight from silicon to, to GAN, which will go from silicon to silicon carbide to gallium nitride. Um, you know, there's lots of um, sort of nuances around um, the sort of switching um, requirements. Uh, the sort of cost-benefit analysis of different applications and different materials. But you know, I, I think um, you know, one of the reasons that we own Infineon is absolutely its leadership in the power semi-space. Um, you know, it's very clear that demand for power semis is growing. We've talked a lot about electric vehicles, but um, also you know, areas like industrial automation really seeing an increased need for um for, for these components um in order to um be more efficient um a, a, a across across industries and i think you know for infineon this is absolutely sort of reinforcing its competitive advantages in the power semi space you know it already has a very strong position in in silicon carbide gallium nitride is is clearly a smaller area of the business but is is probably growing the quickest um and so yeah absolutely i think it's um it's putting infineon in in a great position um to really dominate the sort of power semis market um over a long period of time uh, and even even if you look at uh, like gallium nitride the company itself had 2000 clients bmw samsung siemens so a very good client base also so I think that probably very, very well thought, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what it asks for Infineon, but I definitely think it's going to add value for, 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 for Infineon. So the conclusion for today really is that, firstly, Workday and Salesforce, both uh, owned by our funds. Uh, we like what they stated in the results. They did what they, we expected and, 
And in Salesforce case, it's even guiding up margins going forward, cost of efficiencies and cost cutting. Good news. AI is definitely, definitely ha- happening. Another data point coming from Broadcom showing that and we can see more and more use cases from the corporates coming out. And on Infineon, uh, what we think is a good acquisition, strengthening their position in power systems. So that's all for this week. Thank you very much. Thank you.